Hello and welcome to Cracked Open, a podcast guiding you on your journey to becoming a vessel of unconditional love. This is your host, Beck Mylonis, High Priestess, Channel, and Activator. Join me on this series as I share reflections, insights, and channel transmissions from my journey of walking the initiation path. Each episode is a unique transmission containing supportive frequencies to facilitate the deepest healing, activation, and reconnection with your soul. I invite you to open your mind and set the intention to receive this episode into your heart space. Let's go. Welcome back, beautiful souls, to another episode of the Cracked Open podcast, Becoming a Vessel of Unconditional Love. It is so nice to see you all here. A little bit earlier than scheduled this morning, I received the direction that I needed to come on and do a little bonus episode to fill you all in on the energies at the moment. We have been moving through some really massive energies lately, guys. If you're feeling me, you know what I'm talking about. I have been in quite the upswing, um, energetically speaking. I've been definitely in this butterfly crystallis phase where I can feel myself being cocooned and just receiving and receiving and receiving upgrades, codes, um, information, all of which is kind of integrating in my body. So many of us have been in this cosmic cocoon since um, leading up to the solstice, which we just had, the huge solstice portal, the gate there that we just had, and coming on the other side of that. So I don't know, you know, what it means, but a couple weeks ago, I think it was about a week and a half ago, we saw a massive spike on the Schumann resonance. There's been some debates as to whether it was faulty technology, um, but if you are familiar with the Schumann resonance is the frequency of the earth. And it's monitored by technology, which then brings up a chart, a graph of what the energy is doing, right? I think the Earth's normal um, hertz or, or like baseline is about seven, seven hertz. And it was showing some very interesting patterns, which had never been seen before on the monitors. Um, this is about a week and a half ago, I think. Lots of people were like, it's just faulty technology. But to me, I believe, regardless of whether it was faulty technology or not, before I actually saw the chart of that, um, the energy update, I had been in bed having a massive, like full on ayahuasca journey, sober, um, expanded states of consciousness, feeling God, feeling complete multidimensional um, self come online in that moment, right? So I felt that regardless of whether or not, you know, it was faulty technology. And I also believe that regardless of whether it was faulty technology or not, that technology was showing us, you know, it, it's not a mistake that that glitch happened if it was a glitch, right? So if you look at the actual diagram or the pattern, it looks like sacred geometry. And as that was all happening, I was feeling into, we were having this massive activation of crystalline um, DNA strands in our body. So lots of rememberings coming online, soul memory. Um, after that, I had a whole bunch of stuff come in around the mermaid, um, the mermaid timelines, Lemurian timelines, the water grids coming back online, lots of really cool codes and information coming in. And I think that this is all just showing us that right now we are in unprecedented fucking energies. And this is what I want to talk about today, because for many of us, we're still integrating a lot from that portal, right? Um, the solstice was like a week ago now in, in a day, it's going to be a week, right? So the 23rd, I think it was 21st, sorry, of June. And depending on where you are, 
if you're on the southern hemisphere and the southern hemisphere like me right now it would be the winter solstice if you're in the northern hemisphere it's the summer solstice either way it's a marking of a really big chapter closure change um a shifting of a cycle right so it doesn't really matter where you are these are very powerful portals and gateways for us to transcend to bring things back online right so today i want to speak about you know what's happening now as a result of all of that and i want to speak about some of the things that have been coming through for me because i feel like um you know and i've had other people that i follow saying this too so i know that it's on point i felt really to be in my feminine um for the past couple of weeks which if you've been following me if you've been listening you know, when I arrived back in Australia, I really wanted to be in my masculine. It felt really good for me to be doing lots of stuff, but actually it's really felt like it served me to really be in my feminine and particularly the archetype of lover, particularly the archetype of receivership, um, which I'm got the siren energy, the magnetism. This is what I'm going to be speaking about today. So there's a bit of an act. I can feel it. In my, oh, okay. Here it is. Um, an activation coming through, through my Shakti today for you guys of that feminine magnetism and what that means. I'm going to unpack that. I'm going to unpack how we can create through our heart's yearning, our desire, as opposed to having to do, to force. So it's that state of being um, and what it means to really embody feminine magnetism. So it's really exciting. Lots of people talk about feminine magnetism and it's like this out there conceptual theory, but I'm going to unpack what that means and how to access and step into it because I feel like the energy right now is really feminine really big feminine energy I know Venus is doing some shit right now so could have a lot to do with it um but this is kind of your invitation that if you're feeling to lean back right now if you've been feeling that like you've got ideas you've got momentum you've got things that you want to do but that drive to execute is not there right now trust that what I said about this portal and and kind of what's happening is Okay, this is where we want to go with it first. We want to give you the up, the energy update that I promised first um, to get that out of the way. What feels like has happened is we are in a whole new fucking earth now. <laughs> the game has completely changed. We are not in the same version of Gaia that we were two, three weeks ago, right? There has been a massive shifting happening. And I've been talking about this for the past couple of months. Um, I think my last big energy update, I'd mentioned this, how we've, there's like, lots of the old grid has collapsed and now we're anchoring into a new timeline and as that new timeline is settling many of us are struggling to get our footing um, and trying to get into the rhythm of that or understand where we fit into that or what wants to be created in that right because what happens when we upgrade into a whole new timeline and space and reality and whatever version of ourselves is that things that were once available are no longer available but what is like what the potential is and what's available to us is so much bigger right it's like maximum um manifestation right now is one thing that i'm seeing guys i have through fantasizing which i'm going to talk to you about this at the end and being in my lover i've called in some stuff right recently that i'm like wow i fantasize about this and it's like boom it's here um i want to talk about it but i'm like it's let's just not let's not unpack that just yet but i'm sure you can feel from my energy it's very orgasmic um but stuff that you fantasize about suddenly appears in your reality. And it's like, whoa, this is crazy. This is a, a whole shift. Like this is something new that I've never experienced before and was not available to me before. So when we're looking at like from a soul purpose perspective of feeling into what serves this moment, what is it that I'm being guided to create right now? Many of us have been feeling to pull back and be in incubation um, because 
what we would want to create two weeks ago, right? Where my mission was two weeks ago is so fucking different from where it is now and where it wants to take me. There are trajectories that have been opened up for me and I'm seeing things in my future timelines might not be available to me in two weeks. Who knows? It might change again, but it's like so quick, right? That's why they were like, you need to record this fucking podcast now today. And I was like, but I was going to do it Thursday and release it Friday. And they're like, no, like this is the energy. It's like when something comes through and it feels alive in that moment, you need to go with it. You need to fucking run with it because this is a time of huge manifestation, very, very powerful, supercharged collapsing timelines like this, right? Things falling into place immediately, which means that what you were creating now, while you're still in this cocoon as well, might not resonate two weeks from now when all that stuff has integrated. I've been receiving, for instance, um, an offering. <laughs> I've been down, oh, I'm so excited about it. I'm so excited to share this with you guys too. Um, I received the directive kind of two months ago to channel a soul mission activator right so it would be something low cost with a bunch of activations tailored for people on a soul purpose journey like here to share their gifts right received that two months ago and then i was kind of shown it and i was like this is what you're going to do and then i was taken over here to focus on the copywriting and the marketing and all of that stuff and i was like wow i'm seeing this whole fucking timeline with all this marketing stuff and teaching coded marketing and teaching um channeled marketing and teaching how to resonate with your audience like all this stuff right grid work and that felt really alive and then something happened like leading up into this uh not eclipse sorry leading up into the solstice portal where suddenly that just didn't feel alive for me and I was like what the fuck <laughs> what's happened right but this idea that I had about those activations has come back and so I've actually been receiving them all. So powerful, guys. I'm like, whoa, um, receiving these codes myself before I can then record them. So I've been in this now incubation period of receiving what I need to receive so I can then do those transmissions. But that wouldn't have served back then. Back then, what served was me doing the copywriting work for God knows why. That was what felt really alive. But now in this new energy where I'm currently operating at, something entirely different serves. So we need to be able to tune in through our heart portal, through what feels alive, through what feels joyful, through what feels good and try and discern what is the highest thing right now for me to create, to serve, right? And that might be like it has been for me for two weeks to lean back, to actually be in the energy of it, right? Like right now, and this is not always, I mean, it is, it is always, it always works this way. Like you can always call things in through being from a state of being. But right now it feels like the energies are super, especially super, super supportive of calling things in from the feminine way, which is magnetism, right? Rather than the masculine, which was what I was into months ago, which was the action taking, the doing, the, um, I wouldn't say pushing because that's wounded masculine, but the taking action, implementing things, having structure, having discipline. Right now it feels like it's shifted well, for me anyway, I feel like this is a collective thing too, because feminine energy is really strong right now of creating from a place of longing desire, from feeling that experience of like what it is that you desire to create and embodying the energy of it to then draw it into your reality. I heard someone talking about this on another podcast the other day, and it's really funny because I've been receiving all these downloads. We're tuned into the same fucking thing, right? So um, Sabrina from Rewilding, who we're totally going to do an episode here soon, which is dropping soon. We work together and we're tuned into the same thing. And she's saying all this stuff. And I'm like, I feel that. Like, I feel really, truly right now, like we are in this 
potential to collapse timelines and magnetize things to us, right? From not doing much, <laughs> which is kind of, again, it seems very counterproductive to some things that I said a couple of months ago, but this is what right now is serving the energy. Like it served more a few months ago to be, you guys, you need to get shit done. You need to be focused. You need to be dedicated. You need to be disciplined. Whereas now it feels like, okay, we've seen that we can embody that. And how now can we lean back and invite in and bring more of our feminine online? So we go through phases with this. And I've talked about this. Sometimes it serves for us to be in our feminine. Sometimes it serves for us to be in our masculine. As the masculine upgrades, then the feminine upgrades. Okay, thank you. Cool. So what I've seen collectively, and I'm really feeling this in my solar plexus and my sacral, there will be some of us who really tune into these energies, right? And we're here to help accelerate like the divine feminine or the divine masculine energy at any given time to come into its next iteration. Many of us would have felt really called cool to be in masculine energy recently because it was getting an upgrade. And now that that energy has upgraded, we're being called to be in our feminine. So it's really exciting. Um, and let's talk about what that means to be in the feminine. Um, I've been having some really interesting conversations with people at the moment. Um, yeah, just about feminine energy and what that is and masculine energy and tuning into different frequencies of it. So there are like lots of different flavors of feminine energy. She is everything. She's the fierce mother. She's the lover. She's the mystic. She's the wild woman. She's the medicine woman. She's the dark goddess. She's the destruction. She's the mother earth, right? There, there's, she's the old crone, the wise crone, um, priestess, right? Which so many different flavors of feminine right now, what I'm feeling really cool to be in, um, which usually is because that's the collective flavor that would really serve is, and this is also because of what Venus is doing right now. Venus is really present right now or was really present a week ago when I was channeling all this stuff from Venus feels really serving to be in the magnetic feminine lover, siren, seductress energy, right? And this is the potential to tune into, if you feel there is energy coming through this transmission, through my body, through my Shakti, what that feels like, right? What that magnetism feels like. It is overflowing from our heart space, from our sacral, from our energy field inwards, love, like so all the love that we are, all of our soul frequency and radiating outwards with so much love, so much magnetism that we attract like a rose. This is one of the activations I went through a week and a half ago when I was really connecting to Venus and I was connecting to Sophia timelines, which are also really present right now. Sophia energies really present right now, which is that priestess lineage of Mag um, Magdalene, Isis, Hathor, Mother Mary, right? Sophia lineage, guys, if you are familiar with the Sophia code, it's that energy, but it's that priestess lineage also really connected to the planet of Venus, which is Venusian energy, right? Which is lover energy. It's sensuality. It's beauty. It's grace. It is pleasure, right? It is um, really leaning into the pleasure and the desire and that eros. When I feel into the eros, it's like, whoa, <laughs> it's like so intense in my body. And I love it, right? I've been in this very orgasmic state for the past five days. It's been it's been pretty intense and it's been also manifested my physical reality through a lovership, which has been great because I've been really anchoring that in. Um, and this is proof that like when you're in that state of that desire, the shit collapses and the things come in that mirror that, right? So this is what 
I need to take it back because I got distracted thinking about how that energy makes me feel, which is like, oh, it's very exciting. But we, a lot of us have hangups, right, around being and honoring what our heart longs for, our yearning in our heart, what we fantasize about. And we don't let ourselves fantasize. And this was something that came through for me on Saturday, Wednesday, last week during the eclipse portal, being in that desire, in that Eros energy, being in that this turns me on thinking about this. This is something I fantasize about. This feels really good. Um, this feels magical, whatever it is. Like, like even thinking about, for instance, what I want to manifest. I've had a tendency to not want to get caught up in fantasy because I have as a Pisces and a very intuitive being, I do have a tendency to get lost in fantasy and I'm not present here in the reality. Many of us also were taught as a child, be here, like get your head out of the clouds, be here, stop fantasizing. Right now it feels like fantasizing is the best thing that we can do for our creations, fantasizing about the energy and the yearning. So it's tapping into the energy of yearning which is the key right now, which comes through this lover embodiment. It comes through this feminine energy. So going back to the lover, it is sensuality. It is beauty. It is love. It is that woman who is so fucking radiant and magnetic because she's whole from within that people come to her and they literally see the goddess within her. It's like the siren, right? Um, and I wrote a post about the mermaids and the siren and all of that that's kind of coming back online right now. Many of us carry shame around um, this template within us of that siren, that seductress, that alluring feminine energy, because we have been demonized for it. So for instance, the siren song is going to call you to your death as a sailor because it's alluring and, and she's a witch and she's, you know, right. Like lots of that has been clearing as well, collectively. Um, give it back to me. Where did it go? <laughs> so we carry shame around that. So we don't want to be in that energy, in that eros, in that seductive, in our sexual energy, because there's like unsafety in it right or we're afraid that we will use it to manipulate people because we've done that in the past guys I've had timelines where I was using my sexual energy to seduce people and manipulate them that is not healed feminine energy there are different degrees of this embodying through you right and there's using that beauty using that sensuality as a seduction to get what you want <laughs> and then there's using that beauty using that heart-filled desire using that fantasy using that eros to create love, right? And to be love. And there's very different things that happen. When you tune into the frequency of your soul, what your soul truly desires and longs for, yearns for from the place of your heart, not your ego, guys, what your heart yearns for and you fantasize about that or you allow yourself to experience that, that longing, like ask yourself, what is my heart longing for, Right. And for me, it was when I was tuning into this a couple of days ago, it was a week ago, my heart was yearning for, to embody that energy of the lover, right? In every aspect of my life, not just with a partner, like, and a lovership is something that I have been calling in consciously for a couple months. And I've been like, I, right now, I'm really focused on my mission, really focused on um, my next iteration. I'm really in this energy of like, I have stuff to do right now. And in the past, okay, this is where we're going with this. Cool. I've been really fixated on, I want to call in a sacred union. So I'm not available for anything that is not that union, right? Like I will not enter into a short-term thing. I will not enter into a casual thing. I, I'm not interested, but that is a wall keeping me from experiencing more love, right? Experiencing 
connection, experiencing growth, experiencing development. And so recently I realized, oh, fuck, I actually really just want to call in a lover, right? And it doesn't mean that it's a low vibrational friends with benefits sort of situation. It's funny, like I've had that come up in my field, like people kind of inviting me into that. And I've been like, just because I'm calling in a lover doesn't mean that I'm going to negate my standards, right? But it also doesn't have to be this long-term committed, all the things aligned, like the standard that I hold for the kind of partner that I'm calling in doesn't have to be the same for a lover. So what I'm looking for in a lover doesn't have the same flavor necessarily as the sacred union that I'm calling in. And of course, the sacred union has all of the qualities of my lover, plus he's also on the same path, like where, you know, committed. There's like various things of like, things that I don't expect a lover to have available for me right now. Right. So I've had to shift in like, as it's come up in my environment and like presented itself to me, be like some stuff coming up about like, where am I demanding on this situation that it is more like the higher version of what I want to call in and where can I lower some of not lower my boundaries, but like not have these walls to connection based on a standard that I'm holding for my highest manifestation. Right. Guys, we receive things in our environment that help us to embody the frequency of what we eventually are going to receive, right? So for me right now, it feels really um, helpful to call in a lover because that's going to help me embody more of this lover energy within myself, more of my own self-love, more of that radiating, oozing, magnetic, like full from the inside, fucking central energy that I'm being called to embody, which is eventually going to call in the sacred union, right? And who knows, could evolve into that. We don't know. We don't know. Um, but it's being present with what feels good for me right now. And so what happens is when we have this idea of like what we are going on a tangent, and I'm so sorry, but this is where it wants, wants to go. We have this idea of what we desire. We become very rigid and not open to actually what we're yearning for in that moment. And for me, in the moment, in the past couple of months, I've been really yearning to be um, just sensual. Like I've been yearning to be seen in my sensual energy. I've been yearning to exchange sexual energy I've been yearning to grow and evolve through lovership I've been yearning to um really just feel (laughs) right in my body like in in how I'm interacting like I've been really yearning for that intimacy and that connection and it hasn't necessarily been that I've been yearning for union um and so I had to open myself up to right now like what is true for me is to let go of some of these things that I've been holding on to um, for an opportunity to let love into my life, right? Love comes in all different forms, shapes, um, configurations, situations, and we need to not be so rigid with our rules and our standards because when we've been hurt, right? And then we decide that we want to evolve and we decide we want to call something else in. So for instance, a sacred union, get all these like standards for yourself and you decide I'm worthy of this and this is all I will accept. And Sometimes, and I've spoken about this in the feminine vulnerability episode, so go back and listen to to that episode, in connection and interacting and, and what the universe is wanting to bring you, what your soul is longing to bring you for your expansion, we need to actually let go of some of that stuff because it's actually a block to connection, right? So for me, I realized like having all of these, creating this fantasy of this impossibly perfect person that has to tick all these boxes and I will not open my heart until they're all of these things has actually been preventing me from showing up in lovership and receiving other things that are going to help me get to that energy right 
And it was actually coming from a place of, I had all these standards and things and ideas of like what it would be to protect myself. So it was a self-protection mechanism disguised as a boundary, right? <laughs> like rules, like I will not, it's really funny now in hindsight, I will not make an effort to go out and visit them because then that does not, I'm not in my worth, right? This came up for me the other day. I was like, I'm not, <laughs> I'm not going to fucking get in my car and drive to him. He can come to me. And I was like, almost derailed this whole thing, which felt so good in my body. And it felt so alive. And I was like, I actually really desire to go. I really fucking desire. And this is what I desire. And I desire to, you know, be with someone on a first date and it doesn't matter. And there's no, in my body, I'm creating stories around guilt and shame around what I think I should be feeling. And I had to check myself and be like, am I creating a problem for myself um, and creating guilt and shame by giving into my pleasure and what I desire right now, right? Like there is a sacred slut in me who wants to be heard and seen and, and, and wanted and expressed. And because I'm like, I need to, if I act in X, Y, if I make myself too available, if I do this, if I do that, whatever it is, then I'm not honoring myself. But actually in being so rigid with those rules on myself, I'm not honoring the yearning of my heart, which desired that. And being honest with you, when I fulfilled that and I was like, I'm actually, it feels really good for me to do this. And I'm not going to guilt or shame myself for following my fucking heart instinct and doing what I want to do in this moment. And I'm going to let go of, you know, my guides had said to me, I was like, is this the truth? Like what, when all that was coming up on Saturday morning, it was like, is this the truth? Like, is this my truth to be so hard on myself? Like to have this standard, is this standard, is this boundary coming from a place of love or is it coming from a place of um, protection, right? And also, if I knew that this was just a lovership, would I have the same boundaries on myself and expectations as someone and how I, I want to get someone to treat me as a sacred union? And it was like, no, the, the lines are gray. So we create guilt and shame for ourselves. And we're hard on ourselves when we, um, when we have a desire and then we fulfill it and we're like, but I feel like I let myself down. Like I let myself down by like not holding on to my worth, by not inviting them to come to me. But in that situation, in that context, it was just a fabrication of our mind, right? So once I let go of that and I went there and it was fucking everything that I wanted it to be and so much more, like, and that's what spirit was saying. Spirit was like, Beck, like you are just creating this blockage for yourself. Like there, the higher reality and perspective is that there is no right or wrong, right? The right or wrong is something that you were creating in that moment. So you are creating that it's wrong for you to go out there. If this person is meant to be in your life and they're meant to honor your essence and they're meant to be here for whatever reason, nothing that you do or don't do is going to make them treat you any differently. Like he's not going to suddenly disrespect you because you drove to them, right? So there's like stuff happening for all of us collectively, particularly for me around like re-examining where we have boundaries that really are just protecting us from being embodied in an energy that wants to express. And for me, it's like reclaiming that siren energy, reclaiming that central energy, reclaiming that sacred whore, right? Yeah. Sacred whore. So that desire to be penetrated and um, what's the word? Come on, give me the word spirit, the desire to be ravaged, right? Ravished, ravished by the masculine to be seen in all of my big sexual energy I really desire that right now and because where I'm at I'm not actually fully available emotionally or I don't have the time for my union and I'm about to leave the country in a month like it was appropriate for me in that moment to 
open myself up to something different. So I went on a really long tangent and I wasn't going to share any of that stuff um, because it's personal and who knows, like, I just don't want to even talk about it right now, but I'm sharing it for you because what created that in my experience showing up in my reality where it's like, fuck, this is nuts. Like, this is exactly what I had asked for and more and like, wow, amazing. And I'm detached from like, where it's going to go. Or like I had what I wanted and what I needed. I got it in that moment. Right. But tuning into what I was doing leading up to that was tuning into the frequency of how can I feel that energy, that lover within me first. Right. So I was like feeling it so deeply, that yearning, that desire, I was allowing myself to feel it. Cause usually we tell ourselves, I can't feel this. I can't yearn for this. It's wrong for me to want this. Um, you know, like if I fantasize about it, then it's not reality. Like, right. I, I can't escape into my fantasies and guys, that is how we manifest through our fantasy. So if that fantasy can be so real and so juicy, like I was in full orgasmic energy for two weeks leading up to this, just feeling myself and like holding myself and self-pleasuring and just being in this love bubble, my own energy that it felt so like, well, if whether or not someone in my reality shows up, I'm in this energy now. And I just want to embody this energy because it's who I am. And so being that state of being in that energy, in that yearning, in that allowing my heart to express what it truly wanted in that moment, called it into my reality. And so this is the energy that is behind this feminine, feminine magnetism. When you can tune into your heart's yearning, when you can tune into your soul essence and allow that to influence what you're yearning from so not yearning for something because you think it's going to give you an it so it's the frequency of it right that's what i'm trying to get it's the frequency and this is really basic manifestation 101 but there's energy behind this which is going to give you a deeper activation of this magnetism energy it's the frequency of what we want and we're wanting to create for me it was being in that central energy being overflowing with my fucking shakti and like magnetic and 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 fully seen in my essence and fully like free and fully in my beauty and in my sensuality, right? That was the energy of what I wanted to experience. And then to be seen in the masculine capacity of that. And guys, I had that experience a week prior in, in, a, in a meditation where it was God that was seeing me. It was God that was seeing me in all my energy. It was God that was fully receiving me and penetrating me and being with me, um, able to hold and feel the fullness of my feminine sensuality and my energy before I called that in. So I had that experience internally before the external experience even showed up because I had really like that energy was such a state of being for me that it didn't fucking matter whether the outside stuff showed up or not. This is, I'm hitting this home again. I say this a lot, but people don't realize with manifestation, it's not the thing that we desire. It's the state of being that we desire to be in. And that thing is only leading us to the feelings that we want to feel, right? That state of being that we can access from within. Anything that shows up in your reality is just a bonus. It's just a byproduct of a part of our soul being expressed through the longing for that thing. So we have a heart yearning for something because it's guiding us towards the flavor of the energy we want to experience. And for me, the yearning for a lover was for me to be the lover in my life, right? To be in that magnetic energy again, because I haven't felt really connected to it for a while, be in that overpouring of love. Like literally, I just want to ooze love from every fucking pore. And I want people to 
feel the goddess when they come and be in my presence, right? You should feel this. If you don't feel this in this energy, in this episode, I'd be very surprised that people feel God literally by being in my presence because I'm outpouring so much of this energy. And as I tune into, and I've talked about how I've been tuning into a future version of myself in a couple months in Mexico, that's what the energy is. She's radiating from the inside out with love. Um, and it doesn't matter what's going on outside of her. She's still that force of love. So when we can be that energy, we can get into a state of that embodiment of like, what is it that I desire to create, right? Um, then we call it into our reality. And you know what? Like you don't need it in your reality to show up for you to feel like that, which is that's where sovereignty comes from because that person could leave. This could not work out. Like who fucking knows? It's one day. Like I could never see this person again. And I can still have that energy and that experience inside of me without the external, right? But also from this place, I'm so detached to like this or better. <laughs> it's this or better. It's only getting better from here. Like if something leaves my life, it's not because I don't get to have it. It's because it's this or better. Like it's, that's what is available to you in this energy. There was one more thing that I wanted to say. And so it's the yearning and the desire that enables us to get into that energy. So if you were preventing yourself from tapping into the desire and feeling the de desire because there's shame around even desiring it in the first place, this is the point that you want to get to. And this is what you want to focus on, like really tuning into like the things that I think I desire. What is behind that? Like what is the core frequency? So if it's money, is it freedom, right? What's the soul, the core soul? I speak about this in the first episode, right? Soul aligned um, desires versus ego desires soul versus ego is what the episode is called. I talk about this with more nuance, but like, what is the core frequency behind that experience? And I'm going to try my best to like bring that state through my state of being, right? Because it's a soul code. Usually it's a soul code that you have. It's a part of your soul that wants to come back in that moment when you have that desire, your soul is guiding you to like, I'm going to give her this fantasy about having, being fucked by five guys, right? Not, not a fantasy of mine right now has been in the past but like that that's a fantasy I'm going to implant in her mind because there's something in that experience that brings an energy through her body which is going to get her to the real desire which is feeling like fully embodied in a sacred hall whatever it is right some part of your codex that wants to come back online a part of your multi-dimensional self we like I said are having the capacity to have multi-dimensional self come online really fucking quickly right now parts of ourselves from different incarnations and timelines codes coming in. Um, so there is more of us. There is space for us to embody more of our soul frequency in our body, in our human body right now, more than ever. So if you have a desire, it's usually nine times out of 10 leading you to a state of being versus an external manifestation. And once you've nailed the state of being, then the external manifestation will come in. So if there's something right now that you're looking to call in, again, I'm going to bring it back to like, what's the action step for you? It is tune into like, why? What is your why for wanting that? For me, for a lover. It was like, okay, I want a lover. Why do I want a lover? Okay, I want to feel pleasure in my body. Okay, cool. Why else do I want a lover? I want to just melt into a bubble of sensuality. Okay, cool. So there's the same thing, pleasure. Why else do I want a lover? Oh, it's the frequency of intimacy and love and feeling full, right? That fullness, that feeling open, that feeling cracked open, penetrated, like melty. That's what I want to experience. So I was like, okay, cool. How can I begin to cultivate this within my own body? So in meditation, I was focusing on 
self-love. <laughs> I was focusing on telling and making my body feel sensual, feel good, feel pleasurable, um, connecting to like trying to connect to the higher masculine and invite that into my being. So connecting to God and being like you, honestly, guys, like any sacred union, I talk about this in the Heros Gamos post on my Instagram, but I, I spoke about how Heros Gamos, which is sacred marriage. Many of us have this template for sacred marriage and we think that it's only fulfilled through another person, but actually that sacred marriage is between the feminine, which is you, um, or the masculine, which is you merging with the goddess, which is the feminine, or with God, which is the masculine. So it's like we use our vessels, we use our bodies to merge with the divine aspect of the feminine or the masculine, and that's what creates the sacred union. And so therefore, the sacred marriage in the external, which is that external manifestation of that energy of the internal union of the Heros Gamos, can take place. So by the time my sacred union arrives, might even be here, who fucking knows, in my reality, um, I, it's going to be just this, like, you can leave if you need to leave. Like there is no attachment to it. I'm not holding on to that to fulfill this feeling within me because I'm so full of this feeling within me that this is just inevitable. Right. And so it's like, if you want to be successful, how can you make yourself feel successful on the inside? Like, how can you start to be proud of the little achievements, be proud of the people you have served, be proud of the, you know, the people you have touched, you have reached. How can you tune into that energy, whatever it is, wealthy? How can you feel grateful for the money that is in your account? I know it's really hard to feel fucking wealthy when you're struggling to pay the bills. But here's a perspective shift, guys, because I feel like, again, money is like a big thing at the moment. Many of us are struggling with that. We are, most of us, if you were listening to this podcast, you are still better off than a large percentage. I'm not going to give you a percentage because I'd be pulling it out of my ass anyway, but a large percentage of the earth who don't even have access to clean water right? Like, let that sink in for you. Um, you are still wealthier than someone who can't put dinner on their table. You are still wealthier than someone who is living on the street. So there is always so much to be grateful for when it comes to money and wealth. The fact that you have access to a computer or an iPhone or like whatever it is to listen to this, you're still so much fucking wealthier than someone else. The fact that you have even the space to focus on your um, spiritual development because you're not in survival mode trying to survive or get away from an abusive relationship or whatever it is, right? You're in a war-torn place. Like you are so much more wealthy than so many people in the world. And it's not that we compare ourselves and that's how we feel wealthy, but it's a perspective shift, right? Um, you know, if you're feeling like you're not reaching enough people yet, you're not succeeding in your mission. It's like, think about how many people you have touched, how many, you know, tune into the frequency of the people that you're serving and let that love and that desire and that like, I desire to serve, propel you forward. So now I'm going to start waffling. That is my message for today. Tap into the desire, allow yourself to fantasize, allow the fantasy to be so real that you fucking feel it in every inch of your being. And then whether or not it manifests is irrelevant, but it probably will. So that's my message for today, guys. Let me know if this resonates. As I said, I'm coming out with a set of codes soon. I'm so excited about it. I'm just waiting for them to integrate before I go into a studio and record them all. But these are going to be activations of energy. They're golden codes, right? So what I was feeling and, and receiving when I was receiving them is I had this book and there was all these codes coming in. There's an abundance recode. There is a, a master code. So it's like a soul master code, which basically burns away any old codes that you've installed that do not serve you. There is, what else is there? There's a soul mission activation. There is self-belief clearing, self-doubt. 
so many juicy things, throat activations, um, all guided to this first batch is going to be to support you in your soul mission, right? So anything that you might need to support you on your soul mission, it's coming soon. It might even drop by the end of the week. I'm going to start to like also maybe make them available. So there'll be like, you can get a bundle of them all together, or you can just get them one at a time and they'll be like 50 bucks each. So that's what's coming. I'm really excited about it. Now I better take action on that and make that happen. Um, if you've enjoyed this episode, leave me a comment on YouTube or over on Apple Podcasts. Let me know if it resonates. Take care of yourselves, cocoon, be in your energy um, and allow yourselves to dream and fantasize about what it is that you desire because what is available right now is not at all what was available in the past and you might be surprised at what is available to you now in this energy that wasn't available to you three weeks ago. So go dream, dare to dream. I love you. And until next time, beautiful souls. Thank you for listening to another episode of Cracked Open. Don't forget to hit subscribe and share with a friend if this episode has served you in any way. For more information about the work that I do or to get in touch with me, read the show notes or head to beckmylonis.com. Until next time, beautiful soul.